listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's knocked the headgear off him. This is Footy Talk, Juno's edition, Michael Chamis, talking a bit of origin, shall we? Yeah, Brad Fittler, does he survive, does he walk away? Get Danny's thoughts on that. Speaking of survival, Danny Widler, something about Michael Chamis. Yeah, will he survive or will he walk away after <laughs> Gus's spray on him? Here we go, Juno's edition, Footy Talk. <laughs> Welcome to Footy Talk, Adam Peacock alongside... Uh, Former host, Michael Chavis. How are you, young whippersnapper? Welcome back, mate. Yeah, 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 good. Very, very original. Very original. (laughs) And old whippersnapper over there, Danny Whitelaw. I might be a lawnmower. (laughs) You're a dinosaur. (laughs) You're a Toro, like a paddock mower. I'm one of those, yeah. I won't won't say I'm a rider. You're a tractor. (laughs) What does a whippersnapper actually mean? Well, I think it's a whippersnipper, aren't you? No, what's a whippersnipper? Whippersnipper is something you do the lawn. Yeah, whippersnipper. No, I don't think he's calling oh, you a whippersnipper. Snapper, I'm a whippersnapper. Right, yeah. I'm going to Google it. I think it's something that you're, um, you know, fresh off, fresh off. A, a young and inexperienced person considered to be a presumptuous <laughs> or overconfident. <laughs> Mate, he's got it right. Oh, Gus has nailed it. Gus has. 100% footy, by the way, it. earlier this week. It. We'll get to that. We'll get to he's that. He's talking truth. But hey, let's talk about the game as we sit here last night. Origin, New South Wales 24, Queensland 10, a deserved win for New South Wales and some awesome performances from players that had question marks going in. Why are they in a blue jumper? Well, Bradman Best, I think, showed why. Freddie had uh, faith in him and Cody Walker played, for the most part, really, really well as well. Does that mean that Brad Fittler is Origin coach next year, gents? Well... First of all, was it was a real win for I guess the true believers, wasn't it? For <laughs> oh, Paul Keating over yeah, here, <laughs> the true believers, because a lot Are you of people, one of them. A lot of people were writing Freddie off. Yeah, I, I believe in what Freddie's doing, uh, and I think over the long period he's been. But they've written him off because they've lost the series. With all due respect, it means nothing yesterday. Well, I think it means something. <laughs> they've still lost the series, though. Hang on, no, no. Uh, what How I'm much worse is... would today be for Brad Fittler and that oh, team he... if they lost? Yeah, I agree. So with it you. means something. Yeah, it mm. means but, something. But overall, they lost the series. It's, I know they lost the series. Okay, thank Just you. Making sure thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm aware. Okay, I, I'm not the one who took six months off. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I think. Look, I think it was a significant win for Brad, and uh, I think that not every uh, not everybody's pleased with his selections that he's made, and I understand there's criticism of that, and I get it. I, I think it maybe puts him in the position now where he might be able to decide his fate, where. If he mm. wants to coach on, he may get that opportunity now. Whereas previously, probably if they'd lost 30-0 last night, Brad would have known that his time was up. Mm. And some of the decisions he made, Cody Walker was a was a selection he wanted to make for game two but couldn't because of Cody's quad injury. And that really made a big difference to the team, I think. I mean, the the way he uh, tormented the Queensland defence was, was a masterclass in a lot of ways, I thought. And it showed that... Uh, a lot of people have had um, a question mark over Cody. Is he a big game player? Well, I think he showed that he can play in the big games and I think it's going to be good for Souths as they march towards the grand final as well. So, And Bradman Best was a, you know, your mate um, Reedy copped a fair oh, bit. I was sitting next to him in the press box last night and, and Bradman Best 
went over for that first try, just yelled out, disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> you, you yelled and, that out. And then oh, I was enjoying it. And well, that's because Greg Alexander called him rude. Is that right? Called him rude. He said it was disrespectful that Brent Reid would suggest that Bradman Best was selected after just one game of in football. Fair enough, in fairness to Reedy, that got totally lost, the context of that question. Oh, no, I agree. I, I didn't think there was anything wrong with what Reedy was trying to get at because I think we there was a few people who – who had heard that Matt Burton had been penciled into that team as the centre before. Yeah, well, I'd spoken to people in New South Wales. Matt mm. Burton was going to be their centre. Mm. Mm. Then they lose 66 nil, and Bradman Best is selected. I, now, t- I tell you who didn't take it uh, out of context or took it in the context they wanted to, Bradman's parents. I spoke to them last oh, night. Oh, how were they? Uh, probably wouldn't have done an interview with um, Reedy. Our man Reedy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Say. But, you know. Did you I'm see sure- on, he, went, he went on Twitter last night. Who? Reedy, in the middle of the game because he was copying it in the press box. From you? Well, yeah, from me. <laughs> but I just want to read out what he tweeted because he's um, he's backtracked quite quickly. He said, great response by James Tedesco tonight and Bradman Best has been an inspired call. <laughs> Hashtag in Brandy, New South Wales Trust. Yeah, Hashtag look, respect. And that's probably the way to deal with it. No, he's handled it well. But Brandy's, Brandy's response to that question... And they carried it through to the game, thankfully, said a lot about what was going on behind the scenes in that camp, about how they were feeling about the external noise ever since they dropped that game in Adelaide. And finally, they had the perfect response last night with the performance. Now, if that performance doesn't go well, I think you're right. I think everything changes today. And with so looking it was about, an important win. It was an important win. I know you're dismissing it. It was an important win for Brad Fittler, but in five years' time, we're not gonna, when we see 2-1 Queensland, we're not going to remember that they – one game three. They lost but the I, series. Do you, well, I, I, you know what? If New South Wales go in to win, this is a big if, they win the next four series, they'll look on that night and go, wow, okay, well, we stuck. We stuck solid. Freddie's thing. What stuck? Well, we, with Freddie, yeah. With Freddie. Yeah. A lot of the players talk about the pain of, a, of being on the wrong end of a whitewash too. So, I mean, yeah. Um, so, I guess it, 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 I think it was significant. Uh, I, I feel like um, I spoke to Brad at length last mm-hmm. night. And I feel like he thought it was significant as well. Do you get on the and sense, off the record? Both. Do you get the sense he walks away or not? I, I feel like – I don't feel like he's sold on whether he wants to do it or not next year. But I, that's not speaking with any more insight than you'd have on it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it'll be his call to the, do it. The new I do know it yeah. has taken a toll on on him. Um, you can see it. You can see there's a difference it's in It's taken Brad. a toll on his family as yeah. well. Uh, I saw his partner Marie in the dressing room last night, and there was a really nice moment where they had a hug, and um, you know he could see there was a lot of relief there. And I think she takes it pretty hard. Mm. Um, and he's got older kids too who would read a lot of the stuff that gets said, and that's where people like you and me have to have a consideration for the way we report on things, especially yeah. people like you, Michael. No, I haven't. Well, I haven't called for Freddie's sake. I, I think Freddie's done a, a decent job over the last five or six years, and I've got no issue with him continuing as New South Wales coach. The question marks over Freddie have been those selections and whether or not he's got them right over the course of his tenure. And and of course, most recently was the Damian Cook selection into well mid game selection of deciding to put him into the centres when Tom Dubovic went down. The the criticism, all the talk around it, it's warranted because it's such a a, it's a, such a big event in our country that everyone's got an opinion on it. Yeah, right. And that comes with the territory. I, I don't have any issue with Brad Fittler being under pressure to retain his spot because New South Wales have lost three of the last four series. And I don't think Freddie does either. I think Freddie feels his issue 
is that it's becoming personal because he doesn't work for a section of the media, well, which is let, what Gus well, was say, talking say about. Say what it is. Say, say it like it is. Well, I did. Because he works for Channel 9 and that News Corp aren't happy with him. That's what Gus said on Monday night as well, that he gets unfairly attacked by that section of the media. Do you feel that's, that is well, you're making more worried statement. about? You're making that statement. Well, I, I don't think he's worried, and nor should he be worried, about criticism the fact that they're losing the series or selection criticism because they're warranted, mate. They're, they're warranted. Mm. You don't win in origin, people are going to have an opinion. Michael, do you think the criticism is heightened because of who he works for? Yes. Do you think yes. – let me ask you this. Let me just play devil's advocate yep. for a second. Do you think if the shoe was on the other foot and let's say Cooper Cronk was coaching Queensland or hang Mike Lannis was coaching New well, South Wales? Well, hang Wales. on a minute. Billy works for Channel 9. Yeah. And I haven't seen too much in News Corp papers about – what are you going to say? What are you going to say about that they've won this? That's what I mean. They've won two in a row. It is purely, in my opinion, it is purely based on performance yeah, that, of well, the that, team. Okay. Yeah, you're saying that it- that, I don't think there's much sugar being sprinkled on top because of who he works for. Yeah. Because Billy, like, he's basically been knighted by all corners of the press well, about has, what has he's Brandy been able been to do. Brandy works for News Corp. Has he been criticised by the nine section of the media? Nope. Yeah. I, th I think it's purely- Based on performance, I think there is. I think there is a absolutely a reason to be critical. Mm -hmm. But I think that some of the attacks and some of the way it's been done has like been what? heightened. Like what? Like what? Oh, stuff, the, all the stuff about people wanting to have a crack about the earthing, the the boom boxes, all this sort of stuff. I mean, that's all stuff that people accepted and thought was good three or four years. But the ago. boom box talk was from Gerds. He he's, he works here at Triple but M. There's and... been other areas as well. Yeah. There's been other areas as well. Yeah. And, I don't, I'm not saying it doesn't the, happen because the, I know the, it does and happen. And the earthing and all that sort of – I mean, and saying that, that Freddie's ethos is a bit different, you know, and the way he the way he carries yeah, himself. We were saying that when he was winning too, though, and, and he was being lauded now for being people, different. people are now using that against him. I knew when we were watching what he was doing because it was different that eventually it will be used against him. It's like basketball. As soon yeah, as you start exactly. to lose, it's a horrible it's all, thing it's, in it's cricket. It's results, isn't it? Yeah. It's results. With uh, – the thing about New South Wales, this whole discussion, for me, it's been a little lost in the grander scheme. Okay, if Freddie goes, who takes over? That's, that's my big issue as well. And now I could only come up with one name who? at the end of it. It was the guy that was interviewed straight after full time last night, but Danny Baderas. They put him in and they surround him with, you know, assistant coaches who are like actual coach coaches. Not saying that Danny Baderas doesn't have mm. a good football brain, but a figurehead type character. Yeah. Because you look at, Queensland and what they've got, and to me it says a lot about what happened in that decade of dominance, is that you had smart footballers who are now transitioned into smart football brains, mm, mm. whereas I'm not saying that New South Wales were full of dumb footballers, but they haven't got that, you know, that class of, yeah. of yeah. Well, person what you're that has transitioned is, to what, coaching. What you're saying is that whatever eight years or decade or however long of dominance has ruined us going forward as well because they, they have their future coaches coming through in – you know, in Billy, uh, in mm. if Cameron Smith wanted to do it, in Jonathan Thurston, in Cooper Cronk, all these greats. Whereas our guys were were went put through the New South Wales washing machine and spat out, and yeah. you know it was it was turmoil constantly. So we haven't probably got the greats coming through. I mean, yeah, but look at the halves who won the series in twenty fourteen: Josh Reynolds and uh, Trent Hodkinson. Yeah, are they ever in a consideration to be a New South Wales coach anywhere in the future? Not right now, no. But also I think you're making the point around having a figurehead like Queensland had for such a long time with Mal, but then putting people around him like they did with Michael Hagan and other people there to make sure that 
it's it's more than just preparation there. Then, then yeah. the football that you know you're dotting the eyes and the X's and O's and whatever else football wise is taken care of, and which is which Billy has got now with Josh Hannay. Freddie was interesting yesterday when mm. Freddie kills coming out of the tunnel towards the coaches' box, the world's longest stands. Yeah, coming out from the across the road, far out behind him in a New South Wales jacket was Ivan Cleary. That's what I want to talk about. He he, mm. I, I messaged people at Penrith. What's Ivan doing there? They had no idea, mm. and they were quick to say that it was it wasn't an official role. He was invited by. Freddie, but there's no doubt on. Ivan was there to give a voice to Freddie, which I think he needs in that coach's box because well, he's got Brandy with him and he's got Paul McGregor on the sideline, but actually in the box, he hasn't got someone outside of himself who's coached in the NRL. Shami, I, I asked Freddie all about that last night um, and he gave some interesting answers and he admits he should have done that sooner. He should have brought Ivan in, who's a good mate of his. Mm. They, I think they played together at the Roosters back in the day. Yeah, they would have, yeah. Um, yeah. And they've been long-time mates. He coaches his son at Origin. And he's, he said it in not not these direct words, but it was basically a mistake not having Ivan with him earlier. And I, he bounced a lot of things off Ivan last night. Well, I think that could be the blueprint going That's forward. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I, I, Penrith are going to have a lot of uh, – there's going to be a heavy Penrith flavour in that team going forward. Is there? I mean, like the South flavor worked really well. Yeah, but there, there'll still be some element yeah. of Penrith. I'm not saying go and get Jason Demetrius. That's not going to work. But there's no reason the assistant coach can't be assigned to an NRL club. Why does the assistant coach have to be a neutral person like Paul McGregor? Mm. It's it doesn't have to be well, anything. It it's a time well, management thing. Bring, I, bring Ivan in two or three times in the camp. A lot of them have a buy anyway. I think I think that's the blueprint, and I think the New South Wales Rugby League would have seen that last night yes. and thought Freddie we need to have someone it. with Freddie. Mm. Uh, Billy, by the way, is there any consideration that Billy doesn't coach next year? Just I he just he looks so to. good at it. To, yeah, I think he has. To. I mean, like, I, know, I know he has to sign the deal, but yeah. um, you know, Billy's managed by uh, George Mimas, and George is very good at crafting deals that can often take a long time. Uh, and he he will get the best possible deal for Billy, uh, whether it's one year, two year, who knows. But mm. he he's made for that job. Simple as that. He's made for it. I mean, it would be a huge shock if he walked away from that. Mm. Yeah, he's done so well and he just gets it. Mm. He surrounds himself with, you know, his crew from who he played with and it, it works. And just back on Ivan, um, I heard Damien Cook interviewed on radio today and he said Ivan played no role in the lead up. So he's coming on game day. night almost, yeah, yeah. Game, yeah, and just been Freddie's sounding sounding board in a lot of ways, or Freddie's advisor, I guess, in a lot of ways, and uh, it worked well. Uh, Freddie said he got he got a lot out of it. So that's, it, the, the, going back to last, sorry, Danny, going back mm. to last year, I remember in that game three, mm. Freddie had sat in the box all series. Mm. I actually made this point once to to Cameron Smith, and he he went, yeah, we recognise it as well. Freddie spent the whole series in the box but when things were getting a little tense in game three all of a sudden he popped up on the sideline with mm. 20 minutes to go now players notice things like that yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. what's going on is it so is Freddie sticking to the values and the structures and all those boring things that teams need to have to go into a contest but when you throw in the emotional strain on yeah. top of it things start to fray so maybe Ivan was there last night to say Freddie stick to the plan don't let one little moment derail you totally, or maybe you do yeah. need to twist a certain way. Well, well, Ivan's a cool cat, right? He's he's pretty calm like, under pressure. A bit like you. Mm. He's pretty calm under pressure, and he can handle those sort of situations, and he's been there and done that. And I, I'd, you know, if Freddie decides to go on, 
I'd love to see him go on with Ivan as his minder on game days. I'd love to know, though, and I, I noticed this last night, about the performance of Big Regan, RCG. Can we have a coronial inquest or a royal commission into why this guy hasn't played Origin <laughs> that, for so That's what long? we were talking about earlier, the, the selections, why people are critical of Freddie. I honestly I don't know. Like that. I don't. I don't know. Like I've interviewed Regan about it. Oh, Regan's, Regan was filthy, though. You, you would have heard that he... He told people privately that he wouldn't play for New South Wales I again. I didn't hear because that, of it. Yes, he did. I'm just telling you I didn't hear that. I, ne I never heard that Everyone story. heard that. That he'd never play for New South Wales again. Yeah, that, that he was, was that upset. By, that, he was that upset okay. by the way I'd he never was treated. Well, I'd never heard Penrith it cartel I'd working heard that. against him. Yeah. Well, I, no, I'd heard I the Penrith stuff. Yeah, the Penrith stuff. His best mates, I say, yo, isn't it all? Yeah, I don't think the Penrith cartel. And he used to live with him? Yeah, they, look, yeah, he's close with them. Look, he, he might have forgot to unpack the dishwasher. And <laughs> that was the real problem. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I, I don't know what the real issue with Regan is or was. Or, but I, when I asked Freddie about it on the record last year, I think not exact words, but it was along the lines of he didn't fit our style of play. <laughs> well, that's, that's what he said to me. <laughs> you look at last night, and the bloke, if he's fit. For the next couple well, of years. Well, they relied on him, didn't they? And him pretty, and, pretty, imagine having him paying Haas, Jake Trebojevic as your middles and yeah. then working around that. Yeah. I mean. Oh, wait, and maybe even Junior if he. You know, and like, Junior yeah, as well. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. Pretty sturdy. Not bad. Mm, not bad. Like Danny Shorts today. I like him. I just had a You're look. a weird cat, he aren't normally, you? He normally comes here formally dressed, but like, what are you wearing today? I'm relaxed today, Chammy. You look like Michael Schofield from Prison Break. I wanted to be relaxed today. To, to deal with yeah, you. Yeah, we're going to get to you in a minute. You, you make me tense. A couple of quick ones. New Zealand won an origin, yay or nay? I'm happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. No, no. I, well, yeah, it makes more sense than going to Perth and Adelaide, to be honest with you. Well, definitely yeah. than Adelaide. Definitely Adelaide. Oh, Perth. I think Perth makes a bit of sense. Yeah. That's good. There's more, I think Auckland is has done more for rugby league than Perth. You can't go and cover it though, Chammy, because you can't do any away trips. <laughs> <laughs> you never come back. Your, health insu your travel insurance <laughs> yeah. doesn't cover no, it. No, you're banned. You're banned. Uh, you can't go to Vegas. Why not? Oh, mate, you'll never is that, come Is that back. a racial comment? No, it's a, it's based on oh, your okay. touring record. Racist. And one last one on New South Wales. This has been New South Wales centric and winners are grinners and they can go and have a party Queensland, which I'm sure they will or, or did last night. But, the spine for New South Wales, Mitchell Moses, was terrific last night. He was great. His kicking game. I know you won't wrap him, Chammy, but no, no, he he, he played tough. I thought <laughs> he took the line on. He ran a lot early. He ran really hard. Set the tone ran, early. He was really good. I know Nathan kicking is, game excellent. I know Nathan is such a good player. Don't, don't even he's go done there. it. Don't However, even go there. would Nathan Cleary have added much, much more than Mitchell last night? Well, I'm I not going to say think, who deserves the seven. I think but Mitchell Moses was really good last night. Yeah, uh, I can't. I mean, I know you won't wrap him. No, I don't disagree. I think he's done well. I don't think he was. <laughs> I know you don't he wasn't like bad. Him. He was. He was. He was solid in game two, and and he improved in yeah, game I three. He was good in game two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Teddy talk, seriously, I, yeah. I thought it was stupid at the time. Same, but the the way that New South Wales were able to adjust their attack mm. and get the most out of him through the middle, mm. backing up through the middle, a couple of half breaks. I know maybe looking at those ankle taps. Does Teddy two years, years ago, three years ago, has he cleaned through with the pace? Has he maybe, maybe. lost the yard? But still. Champion. Champion player. Yeah. yeah. Like you cannot knock James Tedesco. I know he wasn't at his peak throughout, but mm. I'm, I'm not going to bag He's James. in the conversation for one of the New South Wales all-time greats. Yeah. He, he's, in the, he's in the top five discussion. Now, speaking of top five, 
top five Barney's on television on Monday night, 100% oh, footy. I, I producer Sam. Now. Producer uh, Sam, here we go. Yes. It's okay. made up. Someone's made it up. So it's been made up to just destabilise the Bulldogs? 100%. Because you run the Bulldogs? 100%. Okay. 100%. Do you want any other reason? No, well, you do it yourself. You do it yourself. You do it yourself. You do it to destabilise me all the time. Yeah, I've done it a number of times. I've gone You've been that wrong that many times. It's not funny. Here we go. What have I done? Come on, young whippersnapper. What have I done? Plenty of times. What? I wrote the list for you. Let's go. Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Plenty of times. Tell me, I'm ready. I couldn't be bothered. You're not worth it. You're not worth it. Here we go. That sounded so familiar to discussions I have with my wife sometimes, but I know I'm in the wrong. And she goes, well. Tell me, when, when have I done this? Oh, well, I just can't be bothered describing them. You know, just so you know. you know. Blake's never remember what they've done. That's the problem. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> so that was all about Tino taking a share in the pub. And you actually were with Gus and he's like, okay, there's no story. Gus explained himself. So there's no story to this. Tino is not going to become a pub baron. He's not going to skirt the, the salary cap rules. But you backed it up and he obviously does not like you. Oh, I don't know how I got caught in the crossfires of an attack on Phil Rockfield. Mate, crossfires. Oh, it, well, it wasn't even Ripper, about me. I Ripper. didn't write the story, and I got and I got became the the center of it there. Like I, I don't. Buzz I don't mind. was even on your side the next. I yeah, think. Well, I, I don't think that's going to help my cause either. To be honest the with you, a remarkable thing. And, on and it. you were yeah. and they were writing stories about you, Chammy. Yeah. You're you're good, a clickbait. Good fun. You you become clickbait. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. Did you see the photo of Danny Widler on NRL three sixty? No, no, he's trying to change the subject. <laughs> we'll get to that. We can get to that, but let's go back to you, Chummy. <laughs> Uh, how was it? How was it being absolutely towed up by Gus? <laughs> oh, of course you're going to take that side. <laughs> Listen, as someone who has no experience of being Gus's mouthpiece, I can tell you. <laughs> Good comeback. Yeah, thanks. No, I, I, I've got no issue with it. I'm fine with that. But the, the thing is, the thing, I was actually hoping he'd come up with things because I have written a lot of things that Gus doesn't like over the years. Mm. The difference to what he was saying, though, to what I've done, I've never deliberately gone and trying to sabotage what he's doing at a club or destabilise his club. Sometimes the truth comes out and if he doesn't like it, I, what am I supposed to do? I've got a job to do. Mm. There are a number of things and this goes back to Penrith. It's got nothing to do with the Bulldogs because really I haven't written a lot about his time at the Bulldogs. But I had a lot of people that I was close to at Penrith, especially towards the end of his time there, when things got out, he didn't like it. And that's fair enough. I, I remember a phone call I took from him after a press conference there when Anthony Griffin was sacked and I'd written that Ivan Cleary has agreed to a four-year deal or agreed to a long-term deal, a handshake deal with the club power brokers to stay, to join the Panthers and leave the Tigers. And I got a phone call from Gus abusing me, telling me that I was wrong. Mm. And I said to Gus, no, I'm happy to go with it. I'm, I'm comfortable with it. How long after did not Ivan join the Penrith Panthers Well, we all again? know what happened after that. But how long after was it? I was, well, it took a while. We all know. But mm. the, the rumblings of him wanting to get out, Ivan denying it, then him trying to get out of uh, his deal with the Tigers. And that's fine. I could, I'm happy to wear that. But I was comfortable with my sources that Ivan was coming to the Panthers and a deal had been done. Then I wrote a longer form piece about how it all happened and that Gus had been speaking to Wayne Bennett and trying to get Wayne Bennett to the club. But the, the board at the time, the, the director, he was quoted in my story, Dave mm. O'Neill, saying that the board wanted to go in a different direction and get Ivan. And all these things Gus didn't like, which is fine. I'm, I'm not there to, to make friends. But if the story's wrong, then I'll apologise. But those stories were right. And from that point on, it became tense and everything I've written since he, he doesn't like. But I've got a job to do on 100% footy. And I think Gus is one of the smartest people to ever be involved with the game. I, I have a lot of respect for him. When I was young, those, those pre-game origin talks, man, I'd record them and watch them back. They'd fire mm. me up. Watch, watch them before I started playing footy to fire myself up. Like I've got a lot of respect for Gus, but 
I've got a job to do on that. And sometimes that involves, that means I have to take him on and ask questions. And on Monday night, I simply found it hard to believe that a journal would completely make it up. And I wanted to ask him, so where do you think that it came from? Because there are rumblings that that there had been a meeting set up with someone involved with the Canterbury Bulldogs. And uh, yeah, I just didn't expect it to turn on, on me. <laughs> well, Buzz, the day after, fair play to him, he backed that up and said, no, this story is 100% true. This, like, and, and the uh, Arthur well, Laundy, the, the interview that we did, Arthur might not have been happy with the end product, but that's what he said. So I've got no doubt that Buzz got quotes off Arthur Laundy and, and verified them with Arthur Laundy. Yeah. Um, I think. There was only one quote. Arthur rang back yeah. the next day apparently and said, don't I think the don't four run. million foot, the, the fact there was a deal. I don't know on if, the, place, I don't, I don't was, know if there was ever a deal. Yeah, I, I think I'm, that's fair. I, I rang Andrew Abdo and said, have, have the Bulldogs asked you about this deal um, that has been proposed to Tino and never heard of it? Mm. He said he checked with the salary cap people, never heard of it. Yeah. So I don't know if there was ever, I feel like um, that there was potentially a conversation with Arthur between Arthur and Buzz. No doubt that happened. Whether there was actually a deal that the dogs have put to Tino, I don't think there has been. Pretty I think hot story I, to no, go no, after. I, I don't I mean. think. It, I, I agree. I, I don't think Buzz. Is, uh, sorry, Gus is lying when he says there's no, no deal, deal for Tino or, the, or, yeah, or an offer I, or I an offer like, that he's spoken to Tino. I feel like it's a like a thought that that Arthur has had that he would like this sort of thing to happen. Do you think his son has called Tino's manager and trying to arrange no something? Idea. No I, idea. No idea. From what I've heard, there is a conversation from someone linked to the Bulldogs to the management there. Mm. Not now, from Gus, because no, Gus no, definitely hasn't Gus. been involved. Not from Gus. But does that mean Gus doesn't know but, about but, it? But then Gus has become the face of a, quotes, salary cap rort. Mm. Well, there's no salary cap rort. No, nothing's No one's been, no one's, like, you've got to have done a deal, don't you, for it there to be a rort. Yeah. Where, where yeah. Arthur has made a mistake, uh, and I think even he would concede this, is by saying the one line that we would guarantee an investment uh, in in his pubs. Yeah. You can't guarantee it. That's that's against the rules. That's a gift in a lot of well, ways. He, can, he, he can't guarantee a return on his investment. But, but there is no – well, we're talking about pie-in-the-sky stuff yeah. as, as far as you I know, can see. I think this raises the point around – and I think there were a few people who who told Cameron Seraldo, warned Cameron Seraldo when he took the job at the Bulldogs, not so much Gus's influence because there has been – I don't think this has got anything from, to do with Gus. No, this, no. this is the Laundies who, are, who have gone no, no, off I'm on their own. I'm just going to a different point oh, okay, to what we were talking about sorry. earlier. Yep. The the influence of, as Gus spoke about, people trying to destabilise him, News Corp people at News Corp who don't get along with him, who haven't got along with him since the Super League war. It's a, it's a, it's a well, few that there's goes There's been an ongoing campaign. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the the warning to Cameron Seraldo was, if you go to the Bulldogs, Gus's influence is going to be huge, but you also have to wear the bullets that are going to come your way from News Corp. How many bullets has Cameron ha- actually worn? No, but the club is. The club is under siege yeah. right now. And speaking to people at Penrith towards the end of Gus's tenure, they recognised that and they said, we can't keep wearing these bullets because Gus, by associ- we're, we're getting bullets by association mm. here because Gus is here and it's going to happen at the Bulldogs. And Gus knows that. He said it on Monday night. He said people are going to constantly keep going at him. And if they're not winning the Bulldogs, that becomes noise that Cameron Seraldo will eventually have to start well, dealing with. Well, why did he with. put himself up the other day, Gus, to do the media after one of these heavy bullets. losses? Yeah. But doesn't that elicit more bullets than needs I, to be if the coach is there? Adam, I don't think he cares. I mean, no, I, he doesn't. I, I think that – Seraldo or Gus, you mean? Gus. Gus. Yeah, I don't think I, Gus cares at think, all either. What I think he's not happy about, and I wouldn't be happy about it either, is if my name was attached to a salary cap rort. 
I think that's entirely unfair because that's not that is not right. He has not pulled off a not. He, I don't think he's even had any part of this, mm. as far as I can. But see. I could say that from fan, fans' perspective, from another mm. club, it, if the it, Bulldogs end up getting a deal with Tino, and this is pie in the sky stuff, yeah. obviously, and he's got a, a share in a pub, it's like, hang on a minute, yeah, this oh. is boats out the front of the house stuff from twenty ten again. Look, that, but then again, right? If they did it right and did it through. They were going through the front door. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think there had been you talks have to pay between market value and stuff. It's, it's, well, let's go back a second. Hang on. There've yeah. been talks between the Laundy family and the NRL previously about can we do something like this legitimately. So they weren't trying to go through a, a backdoor way of doing it. They were basing themselves on the Melbourne model, where Matt Tripp is the head of Better. I think Better. that's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Melbourne Storm players were allowed to invest in that. So at that, market value. At market value. And that's the I, – I believe that's the path that the Bulldogs were investigating. The salary cap is the most impossible thing to understand for yeah. a general fan. Yeah. yeah I, I don't, that's not – to me, that isn't the traditional – Trying to rot the salary cap. cap well, not not if you're not if you're telling the NRL about it. No, exactly. No, that that yeah, is exactly. not a salary cap rot. That is going through and ticking boxes and doing it the right but, way. And, and I have no issue with the Bulldogs if they were interested in Tino. Bulldogs saying, have had enough trouble with salary saying, caps in the past. This is our <laughs> plan. This is what we want to do, Tino. This this is what we want to do. Then go to the NRL with a proposal. Yep. No issue whatsoever. Yep. No issue at all. Yeah. It's great that though this is like a Treaty of Versailles moment, perhaps between news and. Nine papers or whatever you well, call it. Well, it is. Now. It's not just that. It's obviously it's we spoke about earlier the Freddie, the Freddie situation. It's all coming to a head. The nine News Corp. Uh, oh yeah, they have. Yeah, they, yeah, they had a crack at me by running an old photo on. It was beautiful. You look, you looked fantastic, Danny. Oh, that, that's twenty years ago. The only thing it that was like missing. Was Ten. As Thank I you. said on our group chat, the only thing that was missing was the comb in the hair. That is a magnificent head of hair. I'm, anyway. I'm really upset. I haven't got the the fro going anymore. And I, can't, I, mean, I reckon you could do it. You haven't got the. Well, I've lost, tins, I've lost mate. the colour, mate. Like yeah. you, I'm, I've gone yeah. sort of rusty. And he's you're got you're going white. And the, okay. the, the swept over look, the, you know, I know what you're doing that, that as well. Is that called a comb over? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, so. Says the bloke wearing a hat. <laughs> hey, you're in trouble when you start to arrange your hair and not do it. <laughs> listen, listen, whippersnapper. <laughs> you need a whippersnapper, honey. <laughs> I don't need a whippersnapper, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Off to a break. Let's uh, talk some fun after the, after the break. CBA. <laughs> CBA or CBF? Anyway, uh, you should say that. let's chat a bit about it right now. Uh, Are you saying it, Mike? I'm actually going to. I'm actually going to boycott this conversation. Okay, no, me too. No, I'm going to. I felt a bit for someone like Bradman Best last night. Who it would have been great to hear from him, but Are we that's on air here? that's yeah, we're on air, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> the, the start of it was the CBA CBF. Line. Oh, was it really? Absolutely. <laughs> but I, I I felt a bit for him. For for him and his family, it would have been nice for him to be be able to say, "Hey, I love playing this game. I hope to do it plenty more." Anyway, we get his feelings. But I did it like we all have group chats with with mates when we're watching the footy and we're pinging around messages about this, that, and the other and. Michael hasn't got any mates. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I went I, through I the, we friends. the two group chats today, my mates, and I got eight responses, that's which is nice that's, because that's I've, got, mates. I've got six mates. So I was, I was happy with that. <laughs> but 0 and 8 for, yeah, this is a horrible thing. 8 and 8 for, I could not give two shits about mm. not hearing from a player on mm. game day. I just want to watch the games. That's the general feeling out there. 
small sample okay. size, but it might be out there. But I think this story has been completely overblown from the media's side complaining about it. Well, it affects us. I mean, like I yeah. went to the game last night and normally on an origin night, I will go and I will speak to half a dozen players, get their emotions after a win. I, I, last night I spoke to Freddie Fittler mm-hmm. and I spoke to the parents of Bradman Best and I spoke to um, Keon Kalamatangi's, uh partner. Nice story with him, by the way. Oh, thank on you. Nine yeah. News. yeah, well thank done. You. Made thank him cry. You. Yeah. Well, no, I know he, you didn't mean to, no. but it was beautiful. He, he was he's actually a really nice fella. Um yeah. so that's and then I was I was in the dressing room, um, but then I was told I had to leave the dressing room because the RLPA had put something forward to the blues that they didn't want any media at all in the dressing room. So I was I was in the rooms for an interview with Freddie. Mm. Uh, I was hanging around to try and get a couple of other things as I do. Um, and I was told, no, the RLPA don't want, don't want you in here. Hmm. So we weren't in, I don't think any other journos were even in there at all. I think they were all waiting in the corridor outside. So yeah, I get it that it's, the fans don't care so much about that, but I, I care about not hearing from Bradman Best. Um, I care about not hearing from Keon. I care about not hearing from Cody Walker after, you know, an absolutely fantastic performance. And I want to be able to tell their stories. That's my job. Mm. Uh, so I, yeah, I care. I, I, I get it. The fans don't care about the halftime stuff and all that sort of business. Yeah. Um, where also I think there's an issue is that players who have contracts with media are still doing their contracted. Like media. you mentioned Damien Cook. That was a scheduled yeah, radio got, appearance on, on, on Sky Sports, radio. Yeah. yeah, Sky Sports Radio. He's got a contract with them. So, But I, I did find it interesting today that I was speaking to Zach Bailey just before we came and did this podcast. Oh, one of the great looking rugby league clubs. They're the best. Handsome Sorry. man, Continue. beautiful man. He's number one. He's number one. Oh, he's Mr. January. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, first thing you see on the calendar. You're up there. I doubt it, especially with this hat on. James Brace is up there. James oh, Brace is there. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, there's a head of hair. Uh, anyway, back we, to. <laughs> we digress. Zach, Zach, ba- Zach told me that Bradman Best today did an all in uh, press conference. He oh, did? yeah. Which is unusual given that are they supposed to not be doing – It's they, not they, a game day. Well – But they yeah, did but say was, it was the Wednesday to – Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So – But it's not a game day today because they're not playing a Thursday but night Zach's game. been brushed by, um, um, I think, Cody Walker. He tried to get Cody. That, he wasn't, politely, that wasn't because of the media boycott. Oh, you reckon he doesn't like doesn't him? doesn't like him. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> Listen He's making this up. I just made that up, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not unusual for Chammy. You're this dickhead I'm, I'm in year Gus's 10 who side. starts fights. <laughs> uh, and then At 3 p.m. when the bell goes, he <laughs> no, goes, oh, he doesn't like you. He doesn't like you. Yeah, I'm going to put a fist through his face. And Freddie did, Fred did his 15th press conference in the last oh, you know, sick of talking. hour or something. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm happy Bradman talked because he deserves to – You pick and choose. You pick and choose now, hey? That's what they're doing. Well, no. Well, when people want to have their, their moment you? in the sun, they can talk like Daly Cherry Evans last night on stage. I'm not. You know, I'm hey, Daly, Daly had a role to play as Queensland captain. But if you're not going to do media, don't do media. Follow it. Well, through. he wasn't I'm, doing I'm not media. Daly, I'm talking about the. You RLPA. are bagging Daly. You know, what? I'm stopping because I'm not going to give Clint Newton the attention that he's so desperately seeking by oh, this boycott. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm, I'm boycotting this conversation. Yeah, I, I'm, I've Go said on. from the start that I finished have failed to understand the messages that the RLPA are trying to convey. I'm, I'm a little bit more aware of them now, but the initial hit where they decided to do all this and did a press conference. I didn't think they delivered their message well at all. It's getting a little bit better now. 
However, um, I think they're only punishing the media and the the media companies who who pay their wages. So I don't I don't know how it's going to result in anything positive for them at the moment. Next, come on, come on, something. Jimmy. Next, you got nothing to say. No, well, you know what's interesting? No, no, I said I'm on a boycott. I'm a man of my word. Unlike Clint Newton, who's just let players talk when they want. Right, uh, you you can bring him into this somehow and say that he had an interesting moment in the press box last night, Danny. What uh, at Origin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so so we didn't see um we didn't see the players talking, but you were. You met somebody who um, gave me a story earlier in the year <laughs> yes, when we when we were um, <laughs> talking about the Tiger situation. Yes, uh, who had a problem with Lee Hadjipentelis. Yeah, well, I was sitting in the media box, <laughs> and then Bulldog Richie sort of yelled out at me. He said, "Someone wants to see you outside." So That's right. always a bad sign. Well, I, I took the pen out with me, ready to sign some autographs. <laughs> Anyway, they, they, they do selfies with you, <laughs> yeah. Chami. No, is that, is that just a phone? Sorry, yeah, you go. So phone. I went outside. I see this bloke, and he's like, "Hey, mate, I've never seen him in my life." He said, "You called me a for nobody at the start of the year." <laughs> you did, didn't and you? I was like, "I'm trying to think who the hell I'd spoken about like that." And I said, "Sorry, Most I've got, speak to me. I've got nothing. I don't. I don't know who you are." He said, "Mate, I'm the bloke from the Western Suburbs. That, is it Simon Kavanagh? Yeah. Simon Kavanagh? Is that him? Oh, you're telling the story, <laughs> anyway." Shannon. I said, and that Shannon, that's the guy. So oh, can you get his name right, Chammy? No, no, I'm mucking around. No, no. No, you're not. Mutual Chamas over here. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said, I remembered Michael when he Carriatus. told me what his role was at Western <laughs> Suburbs, the chairman there. And I said, I didn't call you a nobody. I said, you were irrelevant. <laughs> and this is in relation to Danny's story of, of Shannon uh, having a crack at the West Tigers board and management. And I said, he's irrelevant to the running of the West Tigers. I don't know what the big deal is. He has no say in the West Tigers. And... Yeah, we ended up taking a selfie. And <laughs> oh, so it was all cordial. Yeah, it was all, at the end we took a selfie and Danny got it. Did you get sent here? Did he yeah, send you, it? Yeah, he sent it to me, mate. Good. I, was, I was happy you to save see you smiling. So he's quite fair play to him. No, no, he, fair, he was he was he, he was fine. He was good. He listens. He, about good, he's a listener. He's yeah. a listener. He'd be listening right now, Shannon. Well, it's not live. Take on take. We're not going that live. Oh. No, but when Shannon oh. listens to this, so he'll be listening to it right now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're not doing radio. Remember, Chami? Apparently, you might on air. Apparently, you might have something this weekend as well. Who knows? Have you got your Sunday column written no. on a Thursday? No, I've got Wednesday. I've got um, bits of it. Yeah, bits of it. Yeah, bits you know he's so secretive. He won't even share uh, it with me. He's like holding. No, his no, cards. I've asked him a few times. What do you got, Danny? Because I've got a column on Monday, and I need to know if it's gonna if he's gonna cut my grass with something. At least it helps me plan yeah. go over to plan B. He just won't mm. tell me. Doesn't trust me enough. That's to, proper to, journalism, that's pal. True. I tell you things. If you ask me questions, if you if you're going with something, I will say that's all yours, Chammy. Zach Bailey would tell me. Gentlemen, it's been fun. Has it? Again. It has. Yeah. Who's on 100% footy next week? Uh, I think it's me. I might call in six out of the whippersnappers. <laughs> <laughs> I think the nine bosses have called me in to do a tell-all. Who's most likely to be on – Rothfield. Who's most likely to have a quote appear on 360 next week? Well, Danny won't take him on, so it won't be Danny. Well, he got his Hang on, I got my year old photo got, on Yeah, there, I got a 20-year-old photo. Yeah, I'm even... saying you won't take Gus on on Monday night. <laughs> we, we know why that photo appeared. Yes. What was that? You keep bagging them. History. Oi, I sent it to them. Yeah. <laughs> history. <laughs> history. What is the history? Oh, well, do I have to go into yeah, it? Yeah, you do. How long have we got? <laughs> we, don't have, we, don't, we don't have Shannon, long. are you still listening? We don't, we don't have long, but whilst you were unwell, Michael, there was a, a, obviously a quite a serious story with Paul Kent, and I was the only journo who wrote about it. 
only league James. We, we're not getting into that. So right. not I, I into don't that. think that's the only reason they don't like <laughs> but that's, you. But that's the most recent. Oh, okay. okay. Gentlemen, okay. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week if that's possible. And, um, yeah, say go to Gus for us, Michael. No, no. Love him. We're all good. Cheers, Danny. Lovely to see you. Good, Great hosting. It's great. great to have your back so I don't have to put up with a mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Enjoy your footy.